Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Let's do it. Let's get this right today. You're looking inside Studio 34 right here, Midtown Manhattan. It is the Fantasy Football Frenzy on FNTSY Radio. Corey Parson. The all-in kid, Jake Seeley, my man, the closer, Chris Venture, coming up for the next hour as we lead you to the best friends forever. Going to break down some training camp positions battles. Camps hot and heavy getting started all over the country. So let you know some of the latest news and information that's going on. Talk about some of these things that we're hearing. Let you know what to believe, what not to believe. Obviously, get some information. We got some spots left in the Beat the Fantasy Exec League, so I'll walk you through that again a little bit later on in the program. We'll get into that. Uh, some of the players we'll touch on today, Ty Montgomery, Devontae Booker, Andrew Lux, ADP. I want to talk about some ADP stuff today, too, so we'll get that done. Most importantly, today is July 30th, tomorrow's July 31st. August 1st is here this week. There's a football game this week. We need you on the telephones, 844-843-6879. I'm sure you guys are not ready to go yet, ready to rock and roll. I'm kind of seeing players' values all over the place. We're here to get you covered, get you started, get you rolling. Venture, I'll start with you, my man. How was your weekend? My weekend was fine. A little bit lonely without Christina there, but uh, she came back last night. It was all good. Good. Played a lot of Fortnite. Did some nice. studying. Did y'all make love last night? No. She no. came home at 1 o'clock in the morning. Too, too late I was sleeping. That. Yeah, too late for that. Too late for that. All right, cool. We'll get her tonight. All right, 844 <laughs> Telephone number to get involved before I get to the telephone and get to where we started off. I got to bring my man to all in, kid Jake Seeley. Jake, what's good with you, buddy? What's going on, Corey? Yeah, it's uh, no, no more new T-shirts, so Chris can get all upset about the fact that it's, it's just Giants T-shirts week. <laughs> all right, so he's rocking Giants T-shirts. You should be cool with that because you're a Giants uh, yeah, fan. Yeah, I can't say anything about that. I'm you can't do anything about that. Every day this week. I'm rocking New York Giants shirt every day this week. So shout out to the All-In Kid and his New York Giants. I don't really think we got too many position battles to talk about. Kind of know how everything's set up and rock and rolling with that team. Um, a lot of stuff going on over the weekend. Jake, how was your weekend? Do anything special? Uh, not really. Just a busy weekend. My, my sister, we were supposed to hang out, but they they got delayed on a flight and then I had to stay the night in Philadelphia. So that kind of sucked for them. But yeah, you know, I told you, well, we did the bowling on Friday night. I saw the new Mission Impossible movie. It was good. Yeah, that's really right. Good. That's right. So the new Mission Impossible is cool. Obviously, we'll be chilling next weekend down in D.C. As we Tom get Cruise get- is bat-ass crazy, Corey. Really? What, you know he happened? does all this. So, well, there's two things. He First of all, he trained apparently for three weeks straight to learn how to fly a helicopter so he could do the helicopter stunts. And then there's that once. You've seen the preview, right? You've seen the preview? Yeah, I've seen the preview. When he's jumping between the two buildings, he actually broke his ankle during that. <laughs> and still got up and ran off camera, like finished the shot running on a broken ankle so they could finish the shot. How old is Tom Cruise now? He got to be in his 50s, like, like right? 50, 52 or something like that. Good for him because I'd have been like, first of all, I'd have had a stunt double. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the whole bit, I'd have had a stunt double. I'm like, I'm not flying no helicopters. When, when, are y'all, when is the check coming? And what do y'all need me to do as Tom Cruise, 57-year-old man breaking my ankle and running off set, not doing it, Ventra? And he looks exactly the same. 
Somehow. Good Somehow, look, yeah. Th- I hope I look like that when I'm older. There you go. All right, so let's get ready to hop in and get it started, boys. So let's rock and roll. Oh, this report today come out, Jake. I'm going to start with you about Ty Montgomery being a third down back. Ty Montgomery scares me a lot. But then again, by the same token, where he's going in drafts, I'm like, okay, he is worth a shot. You know my thing. I always think, listen, you go to certain teams for certain things. I go to the Green Bay Packers for their passing game. You want to take a fly on one of the running backs a little bit later on? I get that. But Ty Montgomery has shown, especially in the PPR format, the value that he has. I thought some was going back to be a wide receiver. How you see him shaking up for Montgomery this week, Jake? Uh, and do you think where his ADP is at right now that it's worth it? I think everything changed with the Aaron Jones suspension. Originally, I thought that he would see some work at wide receiver as well. I thought maybe he was similar to what the Cowboys plan to do with Tavon Austin. A lot of stuff in the backfield, but you'll still be used at wide receiver. They're just going to find ways to get him the ball. And actually, if you go all the way back to my draft profile on him, I had him pretty low at running back, but why I did and where I explained it, as I said, some team needs to figure out how to use him. It just was the fact that I don't know it's going to be at running back, and now we're kind of headed down that road again. But because Aaron Jones is suspended for the two first two weeks, they need him more at running back than they did. Maybe when Aaron Jones is back, then you got to see, similar, like you said, it was Tavon Austin. He'll probably settle into that six to eight touches per game role. I don't know that it really helps you much, though, in fantasy. Uh, uh, he's somebody that if you want to stash on your bench as a handcuff for one of the two, but unless Aaron Jones misses more than just two games or Jamal Williams gets hurt, I don't see where we're getting consistent enough production every single week to use him outside. of. I mean, we're talking you might have to be in a 14, 16 team league to really get value from Montgomery. Ninth, 10th round is where Ty Montgomery is going in drafts right now. Venture. Mm. Somebody has somebody that you've had in the past. Is somebody you're interested in this year? Yeah, it's definitely somebody I'm interested. Somebody I have had in the past. Really? And now you're getting him at the cheapest value. Since, you know, he's came into the league pretty much or came into the realm of fantasy. Um, and look, if he's going to be the third down back, maybe he gets some like receiver reps as well. I think this is the, one of the most interesting cases because he could be, like Jake said, six to eight touches, not much value. Or he could be a hybrid receiver running back, get a lot of touches and, you know, get you some fantasy production. He's not a bad bench guy to have, I think. I, in the ninth round, I would take a chance on him. All right, there you go right there with Ty Montgomery. The other running backs, it's, it's so confusing to me right now. Like I said, I told you, I'm, Dev- I'm, I'm Devontae Adams. I'm not really Randall Cobb. I worry about the injuries, but I am Devontae Adams. I pulled Devontae Adams up into one. That's how hot I am on Devontae Adams. Aaron Rodgers, 4-5, if you like a draft a quarterback early, um, which I will do at times in a couple drafts this year, so I'm good to go with that one right there. Uh, another training camp battle. Listen, this is these, it's, it's these dudes out here that are known as Mr. August. Like, these are the cats that you hear about them every single August. Like, oh, who was a Mr. August? What's that cat that was in Baltimore? Um, Rhea Perriman? Rhea Perriman, a Mr. <laughs> a Mr. August guy. The notorious Mr. August. Oh, he looks the best he's ever looked. This is the <laughs> fastest he's ever been. He's running crisp routes. He's flying down the field. Flacco was catching him. Then idiots like Engel go put him on their fantasy team. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and they talk up Bernard Perriman, Brashard Perriman, whatever his name is. Nuh-uh, he's a Mr. August. Jake, another Mr. August, was once in Arizona. Now he's in Baltimore. I guess he's the Ravens' new Mr. August, and that's John Brown. Oh, man, this whole week, John Brown is looking excellent in practice. John Brown is the second coming of Jesus Christ. John Brown was kissing babies and signing autographs. John Brown 2020. Brown Flacco 2020. I'm not buying the John Brown thing. I cannot fool with John Brown. I, look, the fact is with John Brown, I can if he's healthy, but that's the biggest problem is 
you know, it's sad because of the situation. It's one of those sickle cell situations. But if not for that, John Brown, don't forget, just a few years ago, had a top 20 wide receiver performance season. We talk about somebody who has the ability to catch a thousand plus yards, who can rack up seven, eight, nine touchdowns. Obviously, this is going to come back to Joe Flacco and how long he's playing and if it's Lamar Jackson. But, you know, you look at John Brown and the potential's always been there. We like John Brown. We just don't know that he's healthy and it's not his fault. I mean, it's just a terrible sickness to have. But that's part of the equation. It's not just the, the altitude of what we had back with Ryan Grant when he was with the Steelers and all that type of stuff. It's affecting him in more ways than one. It's causing him to be – It's it also it makes you slower to heal. So that's the problem with John Brown is I'll, I'll take him in the 12th, 13th, 14th round, somewhere around there, just in case somehow he even plays 10 games healthy. But it's, I mean, you might even, it, this might be worse than Jordan Reed where, you know, he starts out healthy, but he's out in the second quarter because he gets a bruise that most people could play through. But because of him, it's more significant. Yeah. And that, 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 and that injury situation and that not really injury, but that health situation with John Brown dealing with that sickle cell is also something that you got to take in the fact that I forgot about that, Jake, mm-hmm. you make a good point. I got a buddy that deals with that. And sometimes that thing jump on him and it's very painful, but, um, uh, I hope the best for both of them. But as far as John Brown and my fancy team's venture, it's not going to happen. I'm not fooling with son. I'm tired of being duped into John Brown. Jake is right. He had a good season a couple years ago. He's been trash ever since. Yeah, yeah. I gave up on him after 2016. I just, you know, he had that year, 65 catches, over 1,000 yards, seven touchdowns, nice little year. But like Jake said, he's got the sickle cell problem. He hasn't been healthy in two years. Um, he's on the Ravens where... He's pretty much the fourth best option right now. Why would you, got, you say the fourth best option? Because you got, uh, to me, it's it's uh, obviously Michael Crabtree. You got Hayden Hurst or Mark Andrews, whoever the tight end is. And you know Flacco loves his tight ends. And then you got Willie Sneed. Now, if Willie Sneed gets hurt, which he was hurt last year, and he wasn't a factor when he came back, right? He wasn't well, a, Willie was in New Orleans last year. but when Right, he, he wasn't yeah, a factor, yeah, though, yeah, when no, he came back. No, he wasn't. He was so, trash. Right. And he used to be another one of those guys that you want on your fantasy team. He was a good slot receiver at one point. So... If this guy Sneed doesn't do it, then Brown could I'd be rather, something. I'd rather invest in Sneed late. To Me be too. I'd rather I, have Sneed. I think yeah. Sneed could have some. I've always liked the kid's talent, so I find that interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, wait a minute, who was the tight end in Baltimore? Right now? Well, back in the day. No, right now. They drafted a rookie. Hayden Hurst and Hayden Mark Hurst Andrews. And Mark Andrews. Hayden Hurst and Mark Andrews. You just said that too, yeah. my bad. No, that's all right. <laughs> Mark Andrews is actually hurt right now. He's missed three practices in a row, so that's not good for his yeah, his stock. So Hayden. Hayden Hurst. Another person that's getting talked up in Baltimore Ravens camp is Joe Flacco. He's having his best camp ever. Well, <laughs> when you got Lamar Jackson at, at, you lighting a fire <laughs> to your ass, I guess you would have your best camp ever. I'm not buying that one either. First yeah. of all, nobody even worries about putting Joe Flacco on a fantasy team because you'd be – I mean, you a three-quarterback league, a league where you got to start three quarterbacks, a 16-team three-quarterback league before you fool with Joe Flacco, the once-elite Joe Flacco, Jake. But, um, yeah, I guess the um, – yeah, listen, he's a couple years past the injury now. I guess the competition with Lamar Jackson is making him play is a little bit better. Competition brings out, you know, the best in people, Jake. But this is not something that we can get into, especially as far as for him, his sake – I'm not even tripping off of him. But as far as for Lamar Jackson, Jake, I'm just talking about a regular redraft one quarterback league. You stashing him on, you stashing him on your bench if you have 16 roster spots? Lamar Jackson, uh, that's, uh, I, I don't think I can do it. Not in a one quarter. In a super flex, absolutely. absolutely in a one yeah. quarterback, you know, th- I just I can't do it. It's just As much as I believe in Lamar Jackson and the talent's undeniable and this should be his job at some point, if Joe Flacco comes out and plays even serviceable, 
they're not going to flip the switch to them until they're out of the playoff race because they they, they think they're a playoff. That, that defense is strong enough where the offense just has to be respectable for them to be a potential playoff contender. So if Flacco's coming out and he's making them a contender in the fact, you know, they're four and three, somewhere around there, they're not going to, if they start off two and five, then they'll flip the switch. Right. What do you think, Ventrum? Yeah, I agree with all that. I mean, first of all, Flacco, I, when has he ever been elite? He's still living off that playoff so history. It, it, that was an elite playoff run. Yeah, that's Joe all Flacco he's living coming in your stadium and put his foot on your neck. Yeah, that, that's what he's living off of right. till this day. He's his now. Career, he's trash now. His career's not good. I mean, I, I'm not going to go that far. He's a Super Bowl not champion. not that good. He's a Super Bowl champion, son. I know, but He's like, got victories in New England. We had this argument. He has victories in Denver. He's beaten Peyton Manning. He's beaten Tom Brady. He's done it. He's beaten these Who has teams, done it? But he's he's be- beaten Ben Roethlisberger. Who's done it? He's kind of been like clutch, kind of like that Eli type, but he's worse than Eli. And not only that, but that Ravens defense was unbelievable. You know what I mean? They made plays, too. They helped that team. That was the te- you know the defense. Ray Lewis, he guys made, like he that. He made plays, that too. I don't like when y'all say that Joe Flacco was never elite. <laughs> I don't think he was elite. Look he at his was numbers. Elite for a playoff series, we already did this. Yeah, Corey. he's not elite. <laughs> but anyway, he's. Just, I, I'm not buying him. I mean, I I would rather have Lamar Jackson. I, you know, Eventually, I feel, Lamar Jackson's the guy. I, and I agree with you on that. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven. All right, listen. Oh, I, don't, I don't want no smoke <laughs> this week. Right? I'm about to give out the telephone number. I'm going to go to the phones. I want the person to be on the phone. Then this way, we'll start to get the more phone calls coming in. So let's not fool around. Let's not end on a bad note like we did last week. 844-843-6879. Let's crack the seal on the week with my man Kevin in Chicago. Kevin, what up? Hey, how you guys doing? Love your work, by the way. Thank you very much, Kevin. Appreciate you. How you doing, sweetheart? Yeah, no doubt. Sorry, a, a co-ed was <laughs> smiling at me through the glass, Kevin. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I'm listening to I you. I thought you were talking to me. No, uh, I didn't, wasn't calling you, sweetheart. <laughs> what up? I was going to tell you, hey, what's going on, boo? No, hey, uh, seriously, though. So I had a question regarding um, – I know you guys did a great job talking about value in regards to uh, going at players in a you know, timeshare and then picking them up later in the draft. Is there a player, especially in the tur- if you're on a turn, is there a guy you're looking to – Maybe reach for it around earlier, regardless of timeshare. Uh, I think we've already. You said it regardless of timeshare. Yeah. Yeah, like personally, me, I, I'm willing to go maybe around earlier on like Rex Burkett just because I didn't know that he's got the trust of the coaching staff. Listen, I can feel what you're saying on Rex Burkhead. I can dig it. I think he'll be in the mix. I'd rather reach earlier on Sony Michelle, who's wearing number 51, which is the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, running what? back wearing number 51. It's a linebacker number. It's wild to me. Um. I didn't know he was allowed to. Yeah, yeah, I didn't think he was allowed to either. I'm like, this is interesting. Listen, they, I'm not the biggest. They, they, they ran out of twos. <laughs> Maybe so, you know. Like, upside oh, down. Take this one right here, and you'll be fine. I don't know. <laughs> but Kevin, what I'll say to you is this: I, I worry about injury. When, 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 what are you looking to? When are you looking to pull the trigger on Rex Burkhead? And this is a ten or twelve team league. Um, you know, twelve team league. I mean, I don't have the EP right in front of me. Obviously, I, I kind of bad that, but I'm doing a few mocks, if I remember correctly. I think Burke has gone somewhere between the around the six, if, if I'm not mistaken, right? That but, seems um, early. Whatever he's looking to be, I'm willing to go a little earlier, maybe around, especially on a turn. I know if you're on, on the end of um, yeah, on the turn, turn you got to pull the trigger earlier because you know you got to yeah. wait so long before the picks come yeah. back. But I'll be honest with you, I don't think you got to do it in the six by any stretch of the. I hate when I say by any stretch of the imagination. I don't think you have to do it in the six. Um, Kevin, Jake, what do you think? I'm seeing Burkhead in the. I can't find him right now. I'm looking at a draft board, an ADP board. I can't find him right now. What do you think about Burkhead, uh, Jake? 
Uh, look, I really don't want a lot to do with the Patriots backfield. I'm not really going to try and target any of them because Sonny Michel at the end of the year will probably be the most valuable. And he's already fumbling, which is the concern that we had. And yep. We already know that I could talk about the Lawrence Maroney. We could talk about the Bill Belichick back. We could do all everything about it. It just comes down to it's the Patriots backfield. I don't know why anybody wants to be invested in it because, yes, there will be value. Somebody will be good every single week. But who is it going to be every single week? And at the end of the year, Burkhead or Michelle, one of the two is going to be a top 25 running back. But is the ride getting there going to be fun? Absolutely not. So I don't know why people people just want to be involved because it's the Patriots. Yep. I am the opposite. I don't want to be involved because it's the Patriots. Uh, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, Historically, you, you're correct. And, and I would normally never go after Patriots running backs. But... Because they drifted Sony Shell in the first round as their first pick. Um, means nothing. It means something to me. I think that this guy can be something more than You're just a timeshare guy. They drafted Lawrence Maroney before he didn't start a single game for them. I know. I understand that. But Sony Michelle, I think, is a, is a better talent at this point. All right. Right now, Rex Burkhead going in that seven, eight round range. And I would leave him. In, I would keep him right there, Kevin. I wouldn't pull him up the board to the sixth. In my opinion, especially when Michelle is going on the four or five turn for the most part. That's how I play it. But, you know, if you want some interest, you want Michelle, I mean, you want Burkhead, do it in round eight and make sure you got pretty yeah. good running back depth. We come back on the other side. I'll uh, get you up to date on the Beat the Fantasy Exec League. We continue our talk about position battles. Talk a little Baker Mayfield and Tyrod Taylor. This is the Fantasy Football Frenzy. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Yeah. Fantasy Football Friends, the FNTSY Radio, 844-843-6879. Going through... You know, we was on uh, the Carton and Friends this morning. We had a conversation about Dak Prescott. I'll tell you what, I took my stance on it, and I was disagreeing with Dak Prescott. I threw my Dak Prescott jersey away this weekend. And mm. the comments, my God, the comments on this are, Corey, you are disgusting. Oh, Lord. Jeez. Oh, my God. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Why did you, yeah. you throw your Dak jersey away? Oh, because Dak was shucking and jiving for Jerry Jones, and I couldn't deal with that. I'm not. I listen. I don't want to get into that on this program. This oh, okay. Is, I mean, we're just talking yeah. fantasy here. I would have sold the jersey at least. <laughs> Speaking of selling, Petra, he was only going to get like two bucks for it. <laughs> <laughs> Especially uh, now in my neighborhood. Oh wow! Boy. You see who? You see who the number one seller? Not Jersey, because I know Barkley's Jersey, but you see the number one memorabilia player is. Do you know that, Corey? Nah, who's that? Nick Foles. Oh, because, I mean, yeah, you got a son. The Philadelphia, they never won anything, so, you know, they acted crazy. <laughs> you know that. Nick Foles. Yeah, Nick Foles. Very the backup popular, quarterback backup is the quarterback. number one memorabilia person. It's in wild, football. ain't it? LDN is what they call him in Philadelphia. L-D-N. I wonder if maybe that includes because of his book. 
Oh yeah, that could be a part of it too. I guess the book. Which, would be by the way, Corey, did you know Joe's book passed him? Yo, yeah, I saw that. I, you you had mentioned that to me, and then I saw uh, where Joe tweeted about that. Shout out to my man Joe Pisapia with the Fantasy Black Book. So good looking out for Joe. He's getting it done on Amazon. Number one bestseller. We did what the Patriots book. couldn't do. What's that? Beat, beat, beat Nick Foles. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Joe P. So there you go right there. He got it done. He beat LDN. What is, what's LDN? Huh? What is LDN? Figure what, it out. Well, they call him. Well, the people in Philadelphia call him BDN. Oh, BDN. I call him LDN. Oh, okay. But, I can, I cannot confirm BD, or deny. Figure it out. <laughs> yeah, can you can put it together, right? Yeah, Richard? I think I can put it together. Thank you. All right. Very good right there. <laughs> <sighs> hmm. Yeah, I know. I just don't like people talking. I'm saying those mean things about me. Corey, you need to get off the plantation. Relax, folks. It's <laughs> Corey, I'm, I'm, that's what you want, though. You don't want you don't want people to be indifferent. You want people to either love or hate you. Yeah, yeah. that's true too. But you know, I would hope that y'all would still buy me a beer. You feel what I'm saying? Like <laughs> hey, uh, mo- most people still, you know, they love you. I, I I agree. So you love me, don't you? Yeah, of and I know Jake loves Ooh. me too. Jake, where are we going? So Saturday, what the draft start at noon on Saturday, right? All right, so the draft started at noon, right? But yep. we doing a snake, not an auction, right? Correct. I couldn't. Uh, there's nobody there to do an auction, and we got a time limit. All right. So I tried. I really tried. I wanted no, to bring that back. I would love back. to do the auction too, son. I would have been the auctioneer, but then it would have been bid on players and be the auctioneer at the same time. Yeah. Um. What I was about to say. I do that with my home league. It's always weird because you're doing. You're like you're like 17 going once. All right, 18, and they're like, who's bidding 18? I am. I so am. It's yeah. kind of. Like, yeah, that's 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 real weird, and I've seen that done before, and it makes it like you said, it's weird, awkward, and it makes the auction last a little bit longer. So we we so you finish the draft. What time should we be finished? Because I got a homegirl. She's gonna come in the city and meet us, right? And I was like, listen, it's only gonna be like a, maybe two or three other wives or girlfriends there, whatever. Yeah, so, Joe Dolan and Steve Gallo. Yeah, so I'm telling her. I'm like, you coming to meet us at the Rocket Ball? We may have to go someplace else, but I want to chill with the fellas sometime too. So, what time do you think I should tell her to meet me in DC, Jake? Well, so we're there twelve to four, and then there's gonna be we'll have a little break in between, so people could either go back to the hotel or change or whatever like that. Probably hit up the Rocket Bar like we did last year, five or six o'clock. Oh wow, okay. So, but so, last year then we go from the draft right to the venue. Yeah, but the draft was later last year. That is true. We weren't, too. If you, we weren't done until five last year. You're right. So I need to, okay, I got to be down there. I'm going to get down there around 1045-ish. I'm going to hop on the Amtrak. So the draft is from, okay, so I need to meet shortly after the draft, and then we'll chill, and then come meet y'all at the Rocket Ball. Yeah, you could do that. There yeah, you I go. could do that right there. You got a girl in uh, D.C.? No, 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 no. Let's, like, this is a friend. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing, Ventura? Damn. This is a buddy of mine's. <laughs> Right, so let's go right there. This is a buddy of mine. Let's not do that. Let's not start no rumors. Or he's like ludicrous. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Stop it. Nah, I'm not doing the area coach thing. This is just me and her went to college together, and we've been buddies ever since. She recently um had a tragedy in her family, and I wanted to uh, look at her and give her a hug. You know what I'm saying? In a tough time like this. So there you go, right there. Um, beat the fantasy exec league. We got seven openings left. The draft is Thursday night at 9 p.m. East. The game started at 8 p.m. East. So that means we can be drafting and watching the game. It's kind of how I set it up. Now, this is one of the, the – now, it's going to be some more beat the exec leagues, but this one right here is one that you can get in and do a draft the same night as the Hall of Fame game. So play tech. right? That's how you get – that's the website, right? Because I mean, y'all are kind of slow. 
That's the website right there. <laughs> and full disclosure, because y'all been hitting me up. I want to get in the beat the exec. I don't know. So it's play P L A Y N F F C dot sportshubtech.com, right? And then after that, you go down to uh contest. You go to contest lobby, and on the far left hand side, you'll see where it says all game types. Slide down to online, right? Slide down to online, then you go to Thursday, August 2nd, 9 p.m. East. You see the one that has five of 12 spots taken? That means there's seven spots left. So come hop on those seven spots, and we'll do a draft and have a good time, and you might be able to win a couple dollars. You know what I'm saying? This Thursday night, the night everything gets kicked off. So here we go right there. Um, Baker Mayfield. See, when I, this is what I worry about, this Baker Mayfield talk. He hasn't thrown an interception. He looks great. He's deadly accurate. He's walking on water. You know what I mean? Baker, 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 can't you see? Sometimes words just hypnotize me. And I get it. I love Baker. I love Big Papa. I'm a Baker guy. I heard the same effing thing last year about Deshaun Kaiser. Deshaun Kaiser was walking on water last year. Deshaun Kaiser wasn't throwing interceptions. Deshaun Kaiser was Deshaun, 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 can't you see? Sometimes words just hypnotize me. Jake, that was a fraud. I'm not buying Hugh Jackson no more. Tyrod Taylor's going to be the starting quarterback, and we don't got to worry about Baker Mayfield no time soon, do we? We do. Uh-oh. We, we have to worry about him only if it comes down to Tyrod Taylor. You know what I've said from day one. If Baker is on at close to the same level as Tyrod Taylor, just start the future. You drafted him number one. You know he's the future. If he's playing anything like Tyrod is, just go ahead and start it. There's no reason to wait if they're on this now. That's a lot to ask of any rookie, even the number one pick, especially someone who is as good as Tyrod is at not just managing games, but being a smart quarterback. The reason we love him in fantasy because of the rushing ability. But if you also look at him, part of the reason he doesn't throw 550 times a year is because he's a smart quarterback. He doesn't go for the 30 plus attempts. That's that's the downside to him in fantasy. But that's his skill is being a smart, high percentage type of thrower. He's a very capable quarterback. As of today, obviously, if Tyrod plays to what we know he is, no, I don't know that Baker even starts a game this year. But if Tyrod steps back a little bit, has a rough two games, and Baker is on his level, I can see the switch being made. So I'm with you. Here's the other part about it, too, Corey. And this is, I'm going to say, as a whole, for everybody being caught up in this type of stuff, first team reps mean jack squat at this point of the season. If yeah. you're trying to find out if somebody's going to make the roster, you're going to give them a few snaps with the first team because you want to see it. Like So the 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 other side of that is this news about Baker was coming against the third team defense. Of course he's completing every... <laughs> I would hope the number one draft pick in the NFL is completing every single ball against the third team defense. Yeah. This is all hoopla. This is all news. Just to get I, it, spit I news it, out. I bought it with Deshaun Kaiser last year. You know, Emory still think Deshaun Kaiser should be this team starting quarterback. <laughs> that is, draft that night, is Emory... the one thing Emory is drunk <laughs> off his ass. <laughs> you know this. I came at both you guys last year about Deshaun Kaiser. This is true. Yo, Emory, when we was doing the draft show this year and they were talking about drafting Baker Mayfield 1, I was like, what do you think about Emory? Emory was like, they already got a quarterback on the roster, Deshaun Kaiser. <laughs> I was like, Emory is, is drunk. <laughs> <laughs> what is Emory talking well, listen, about? I'll give him the benefit of the doubt there because Kaiser, like, Listen, it was his don't, first don't year. Don't give him the benefit of the doubt. Don't no. give him the benefit of the doubt. I want to give him the benefit of the doubt because look at all the rookie quarterbacks. Like, you know, Goff, even Wentz, they didn't have great rookie years. Like, it's hard to have a great rookie year. Andrew Luck did it. RG3 did it. You know, it's it's hard to predict that. Dak did so, it. You know, Dak, okay, yeah, but he's very conservative, but he did it. 
um, great completion percentage, all that. But then guys could come up and develop. I think they need the time to develop. And this is a weird scenario with Cleveland where they're not the Jets. They're not the Cleveland Browns team of the past where their team's garbage around them and you almost want to get that rookie in there soon enough just to get them reps because the team's bad. This team's good. This team's really, really good. I think that it, this offense could be very good with Tyrod Taylor. They don't need to throw Baker in there. All right, what do you think? What are you about to say, Jake? I think Venture needs his girlfriend to go away from more often because he's making the most sound sense I've ever heard. Oh, before. look at that. <laughs> there you go. So that's what Jake is saying when you when his mind cleared. It, it is the mind right. It is the best compliment you ever My got. My mind is right. Yes, so the less you fool around with Christina, the more your fantasy enhances. It's kind of like boxing, you know, like before oh, a big yeah. fight. Before a big, also, but you're not supposed to fool around. You're know? not supposed to fool around. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go, Ventra. So how do we do this? <laughs> do you make love in the morning? No. Or at night? At night. I'm a night guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Christina probably got to get up in the morning. She'd be like, Ventra, get off me. I'm trying to get ready for work. <laughs> I forgot. I just I saw it in the background when they switched the camera. It's hanging off the side. I forgot that I was supposed to show you the, uh, show me. the Flex League Flex League belt came. Oh, a new belt. You got a new belt? This, oh, the white joint. Oh, that joint is hot. So Steve Gallo Flex will be cup. getting that joint, right? No, this is, this is Jake Seeley one. This is the Flex Oh, cup. that's the one. Okay, that you won last yeah. year. That is a Steve, nice belt. Steve Gallows and Franks are over there. That's right, Frankie Stanford. Okay, cool. Yeah, shout out to Fantasy Jocks. I mean, this thing is legit, man. No, nah, that joint is that joint. I like that. That's the white one, too. That's like the old Intercontinental Championship yeah. joint. Yeah. I got to get me one of those for my league. Well, you got to win something first. Yeah, you got you to <laughs> win something that matters. <laughs> I've been Fantasy Football League. 844 Baker, what time we got? I can't say because as I say, 33 after. Right. Yes, it does. Um, so then I got enough time to talk about one more player before I go back to the telephones. Um, Andrew Luck. Oh, man, I tell you what, Venture, this is awesome. I don't know if you're an Andrew Luck guy like I am. I know you are. Andrew Luck ADP right now is in the 10th damn round. I it love that. Could be a steal. I love that. Absolutely. I love that. What do you think about uh, Andrew Luck this year? He's throwing. He's, I see him on the field. Dropping dimes. Pow, 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 pow. <laughs> I'm like, that's my man. That's Andrew Luck. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 the general right there. I mean, but like the news says, 19 for 22, blah, blah, blah. But once again, this is you know, reps, training camp. I want to see preseason game just to see how his legs look, his arm looks, everything. I want to say make sure he's healthy. If he's healthy, I have no problem drafting him even a little earlier than the 10th round. Oh, yeah. The 8th round. I would think I once to. people start to see him on the, on, the, on the court. What the hell is on wrong the court. with me? <laughs> <laughs> if, the, if he's on the court dropping dimes like that, I'm like, what? Andrew Luck can do it all. No, I want to see him not on the court, but on the field. Uh, you know, no, let me say this, Jake. If people, when people start to see him on the field dropping dimes like this in preseason games, his ADP, T.Y. Hilton is already starting to creep into the second. How high do you think Andrew, Andrew Luck goes? If we get, so are you talking about basically third week of August, something like yeah. that? If he's continuing to play in the preseason games and he looks 100% and he's dropping balls like he did in practice the other day, he's going to go right. He'll be inside the top five or six rounds. Yeah, I think so, too. I think he's going to push up. I think he can push up past Kirk Cousins. He'll, yeah, well, I was going to say he'll push past Carson Wentz. That's Carson what I was going to ask. Still, yeah, it's just, I mean, at this point, we see Andrew Luck. But I think that's the thing is people are going to say, you know what? At least Andrew Luck is on the field throwing. Carson Wentz still might not be mobile enough to start week one. Yep, there you go. And I, I don't think he is. People drafted him like he will be. But you still can deal with that, you know, and get past that. Somebody text me. No. Jake, 
What? Would you bump him ahead of Cam Newton? Ooh, mm. that's interesting. No, I think I'd still take Cam Newton. For but the legs. I mean, if you, yeah, luck can run too. Though. Yes, he can. Yes, he but can. But not. And see, that's there's a lot of questions. We're talking. This is almost two years. Yeah, exactly. You're right about that. Exactly. Yeah. Is he like he looks good in practice? He looks good in preseason. But what if he's let's just say he plays a full 16 games? He's throwing final. What if he's 90 percent of what he used to be? Like, what if we just don't know? Like that shoulder has a long term effect. And now all of a sudden, instead of being 4,700 yards and 32 touchdowns, all of a sudden he's 44 and 29. And those are more like Kirk Cousins numbers. So I think that's why I would still go Cam Newton. Right. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Let's head out to. Detroit to the D and talk to my son, Chris. Chris, what up? What's going on, man? You all right? Gee, I'm chilling. I had a shorty up in Detroit, whatever. She sent me a message this morning. I mean, she was like, what's up with you? I'm like, what's good with you? She was like, oh, because uh, last week. Out, no, 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 no. Let me tell you, Chris, last Friday, she was like, yo, you don't be hitting. I'm like, yo, baby, I'm busy, whatever. She was like, yo, don't holler at me no more, right? So I was like, all right, oh. bet. You know what I'm saying? And then Saturday morning, I wake up, and she had, like, sent me a cash app request for $50. I'm like, you just said yesterday. Don't holler at you no more. I'm not sending you my goddamn, excuse me, my gosh darn money. You know what I'm saying? So then this morning, we, right. yo, son, this morning, I'm doing the car in the French joint. You know, the little G-chat pop up. She's like, hey. I'm like, I thought you was, the, what, is, what are we doing at this point? So I'm like, Detroit, I can't. Hopefully you have better luck with the honeys in Detroit than I do, Chris. Yeah, man, I'm married, man. So good for I'm you. You ain't got to worry about that. What's good, though, Chris? <laughs> Taking care of. <laughs> hey, so um, I'm in the 10-man standard league. Um, I got Kareem Hunt as my 11th-round keeper because I drafted him last year in the 12th before Spencer Ware went down. Nice. This year, I have the number one overall pick, like I said, standard league. Um, I was trying to see, are you high enough on – or all you guys, are you high enough on Kareem Hunt to go – Antonio Brown with that one-one overall pick, so then you have like a first-round running back and a first-round receiver. I you like think, it. You know, I still need does. to go one of those bill calls. I like, Ooh. I like your thinking with that. But Jake Kareem Hunt's not making it back that far. Yeah, you, you, you but he no, already he's got, keeping. He's he got keeping Kareem Hunt on a team oh, already. Okay. So at okay. one-one, he's thinking about going A B at one-one in a standard. Though. It's a standard. That's yeah. the pro- yeah. Mm, not it's if one of the top. Uh, top, yeah, there's no question. If one of the top five running backs is on the board, I'm I'm doubling yeah, down with that. Yeah, I think I gotta do the same thing. But I like your thinking, though, Chris. If it was a PPR, I probably would have said, "Go ahead yeah. and jump PPR on PPR twelve team." I would have done Antonio Brown. Right, yeah. but a ten team standard, you should right. go girly. Who's on the board? Like right, who's so not one being more kept? Question, if I can't, go ahead, go ahead, do your thing. Um, so if I did go girly, was that's how I've been doing on a lot of mocks I've been doing. Uh, when it comes back to me at that two three turn, it's like. Five people that just, like, keep being there. And I was trying to see if you guys could help me out. One of them, I know you're probably going to say, you know, forget it, no, but I'm a, I'm a Josh Gordon truther, and he's always there, and I know he won't be back no, at the not, You're not going to do Josh but... Gordon that early. You Save Josh Gordon for okay, late. Right. Uh-huh. Okay, so the other four that's, like, always there. Okay, so the other four people that's, like, always there, like I said, if I started out with Todd Gurley, Kareem Hunt, I'm looking at, like, at that 2-3 turn, like Doug Baldwin, Joe Mixon, CMC, and T.Y., you have to pick two of those four. Who do you think uh, pair best with the already cream hunting Ty Gurley? Doug Baldwin, Joe Mixon. I, I would T.Y. Yeah. Hilton and Joe Mixon in non PPR. I like Baldwin. I would go. T- I definitely want T.Y. T.Y. Baldwin is great. 
He's no, but got... Joe Mixon and your flex and a non-PPR. That's is, true. It is a standard. You're running circles around everybody and else. And it's a 10-team. Yeah, I like CMC, too, but with that standard being the case. Yeah, I don't mind Mixon. I don't mind because then you already got you still Like you said, he'd be, your, he'd be your flex, and then you get uh, um son, my man T.Y. Hilton, as your, AB, as, your, as your WR1 with a healthy Andrew Luck dropping dimes all over how, the joint. You how know many receivers saying? do you start? Two? Uh, two receivers, two running backs, one flip. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, You're yeah. taking Mixon T.Y. then. Yep. No yeah. question. Chris, holla at me, my man. You know what I'm saying? Stay up. I right, appreciate it. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Fantasy Football Friends, the FNTSY Radio. Oh, boy. What are we doing? <laughs> oh, I want to talk about Devontae Booker, Elijah McGuire, too. That's another one. Emory Man and Josh Docks. Let me get into those plays when we come back. Plus your telephone calls. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Fancy football friends, the FNTSY radio. Shout out to the homie uh, uh, JP, whatever the boy name is. PJ, PJ Maria Maria Monday. Maria Maria. Shout out to Maria Marino. I haven't seen. I saw we was at, we, when we was at Florio joint, Maria Marino came out. Shout out to her. I saw her doing karaoke on the Instagram. Yeah, she was doing karaoke. BFFs doing karaoke. Uh, Scott and Sean did some karaoke. <laughs> Not a big I heard Scott was doing multiple songs. Oh no, Scott! Scott loved karaoke. He told the joint up. He, Scott closed the joint down. You know what I'm saying? That's how Scott rolled karaoke. Scott get him. You bring Scott a couple diet cokes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you get him a couple diet cokes and put the karaoke machine on. Scotty love get the rapping. You know what I'm saying? You that's what is that's a turn up right there. That's what he drinks at the bar. Diet cokes. He's a diet coke guy. No, no diet alcohol. coke. You know, I like, I don't do alcohol. You don't want. You don't want to see a drunk Scott. Son. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Probably be like, oh God, no. Somebody call an Uber for Scott. <laughs> Scott, stop touching people. <laughs> That's how the king get down if he got a little bit of alcohol in him. Hey, Jake, this is it. Me and you, son. Last year, we was ahead of our time with Devontae Booker being the number one running back on the Denver Broncos. This year, even though they drafted son, I'm telling you. I've been talking about it, and now Roto World is reporting it. My man Devontae Booker, who is going for a steal, is the dude to own in Denver, and I'm on and I'm on Devontae Booker again, son. Nope, <laughs> <He's> <laughs> he off. is not. I, I disagree. So uh, you know, look, there's a scenario where that could happen. You know, it's, we've been dealing with this backfield for a couple of years now. It can continue to go back where people keep calling me off on CJ Anderson. Like, oh, like, oh, what a surprise! I messed up on CJ Anderson. Thanks. You know, <laughs> like that really gets to me. But the fact is, is like we've been going back how many years and been trying to figure this out. It all goes back to Peyton Manning. The entire reason I and so many people like CJ Anderson is because the running back you put next to Peyton Manning was a gold mine. That's just how it worked out. But even before that, you look at it, they haven't had a real consistent option since like Terrell Davis because it was always the next day was Mike Anderson and then there was another guy and then there was another guy and it was like always somebody else. Well, they had there. Clinton Portis. Yeah, before. That was after that, Terrell Davis. No, I know, but I'm saying oh. before the Mike Anderson and stuff like that. You're fine. Yeah, you're right, Clinton Portis. But So in any case, 
the point being, and they traded th- that situation, so that wasn't even sure. that long of a of a stint. Um, but the fact is, we've been trying to figure this out for a while. If it is Booker, it wouldn't surprise me. I am on Royce Freeman because I see Royce Freeman as the first and second down option at worst case scenario. I am not sold on his pass catching. Some people are. Uh, I think that if you look at it, they perform a nice complement to each other. And the fact that Devontae Booker can be the pass catching option, third down back, but Royce Freeman is going to be first and second down goal line sure. short yardage. And that's why I want Royce Freeman, just because I see the volume being higher. All right, I can dig it. Royce Freeman. Yeah. I mean, he's the. You're a Devontae Booker guy with me, right? Yeah, you? last year I was on Booker because I don't believe in CJ Anderson. Yeah, all right. Well, you I believe mean, in Royce Freeman, though? The thing is, Royce Freeman's the big back. He's the bigger guy. He's known as being the, like, you know, the carrier, the workhorse in, in his career. You know what I mean? In his college career. So This could be Derrick Henry and Deion Lewis. Right. Like, it's Booker's the smaller back, the pass catching back. It's just, it seems like it's just going to go that route. Hey, Jake, let me ask you, um, what, what about his, his pass protection? Have you heard anything about Roy Streamer's pass pro? He's, he's actually a solid pass pro. That's also something that even if you're great, like, unless you're Ezekiel Elliott, where you're among the best in, like, years, there's still going to be the question, no matter if you're good or, you know, on the flip side of it, a lot of people are saying, oh, Rashad Penny, he can't pass block. I don't know if that's not necessarily true. We have a very small sample of Rashad Penny, too. We can't definitively say he okay. can't pass block. And there's been some reports so far that say he's doing quite well in pass blocking. So a Royce Freeman, despite looking adequate in college, you also have to consider who he's facing, the offense they're coming from, the simplistic offense might compare to a spread offense like Oregon or a, a more standard offense under center. Like That's going to be things that some running backs know how to pick up or can't. You know, If you're in shotgun, it's easier for the running back to get that extra second to notice where it's coming from, where if you're under center, he's got to be quicker with it. So, you know, we can say a lot of things until we really see them at the NFL level. Pass blocking is the one thing, like running backs are the most easily translatable positions from the college to the NFL game. The pass blocking aspect of it is the by far most difficult part of their job. Yeah, uh, 844-843-6879. Got a couple phone lines. I'll be want to hop in there and grab those spots right now, and then we'll hit you with the phones until they make us uh, for the rest of the hour. That's what we would like to do. Hey, you know, wilding out, right? Oh, uh, the Nick, the, Can- the Nick Cannon. You know, how I'm a big fan of wilding out. Like, I want to be on wilding out. You know what I mean? You can't say. But my rapping skills are not really <laughs> my Jonin slash rapping skills. That's why I want to be on lip sync battle because I can't, I can't sing. So I just want to do that. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? I think I can. You know, if they get me up there and somebody starts snapping on me, then I'll be like, oh, your hat is backwards. <laughs> you look like a crackhead. Whatever, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you whatever. need somebody I'm, to write your lyrics. I need somebody to write my lyrics and I can deliver the joke. You're right, Jake. I need a, a wild and out ghostwriter. They're going to be in Newark at the Prudential Center the same day as the GST. So a homegirl coming wow. up, we're going to go to that joint and chill, right? So I'm looking forward to that. So I was texting with Chris yesterday. I was like, yo, will our GST be over in time enough for me to still make it to Jersey to go to the wild and out joint? You know what I'm saying? He was like, yeah, no problem. But then I just get another uh, text message from my man Chris Vaccaro, NFFC Hall of Famer. And don't forget to sign up for the Beat the Fantasy Exec League. Vaccaro's not in it. So, you know what I'm saying? It's, you know, we don't have that uh, um, shark to worry about. <laughs> so Chris Vaccaro sends me this text message. He goes, hey, man, I just had a person, one person drop out of the GST. Would Jake want in? Don't know if he would come from Virginia, but... I would like to have Jake in the GST. But if I'm not mistaken, Jake, the GST is August 25th. That's the same day as your home league, right? 
No, our home league got moved up the next week. Ah. You want to come up for the GST? Vaccaro's asking. Is someone going to pay for my flight? I don't know about all of that. It won't be me. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you who it won't be. It won't be the fantasy executive. <laughs> Maybe somebody will. All right, so there you leave. go. I'll let, I'll let, I'll let Vaccaro know that, um, you got, that you won't be in town that weekend. Yeah, you're still in the GST. So anybody cool. want, and the GST is a two twelve team. Remember, you know the one Scott keep bragging about winning because it's the first time he won something in thirty years. <laughs> it's two twelve team leagues. You can win your league prize and you can win an overall prize. Good crew. We hang out at Chris Vaccaro's bar in the um, Tribeca area, in New York City, called the Greenwich Street Tavern. You have a draft a lot of people from the networking and stuff like that. So how you doing, lovely? If you want to get down with the uh, GST, um, just hit me up at the Fantasy Exec and we can vet you if you're in the New York City area. We can vet you and um, see if you uh, want to get a spot. If anybody on the fourth floor don't have a spot yet, too, or uh, whatever, any of the crew, they don't have a spot, just let me know what's up, and then we'll get somebody in the GST. And then at night, you know, I'm going to go, I got a homegirl. She likes wilding out, too. So I was like, we just, she was like, oh, it's coming. I don't think I bet, whatever. I'm like, I think I got a draft that night. And then I felt like, I, but I was like, oh, that day. Is it during the draft day? That day? Because I got, I got me, and, me, Scott, and Kurt. Got a vent that we got to go to that Friday night because I was going to do an auction that Friday night. But then there was like this thing, the event that me, Scott, and them is going and, and Kurt's going to. You can pay cash for that. Oh. I was like, oh, I'm going to that. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm going to be there for that. You know what I'm saying? And then, I, and then it's, in, it's in Yonkers, right? So Saturday. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> good one, Jake. Saturday <laughs> is the GST, but I was worried I was going to interfere with me going to go see Wildin' Out. You know, so then Shorty was like, well, just get back to me. So I was like, well, for, before I, I was like, let me look at the tickets prices first. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so then I was like, I'm not, I still haven't gotten back to her yet. So um, so I'm like, okay, bet. We'll go to, I go do the, the GST, right? If we finish around there, then I'll go, you know, meet my friend. And then we'll come back to Harlem, maybe have a drink or two. And then we'll go out to Jersey for Nick Cannon. Gonna, you, you and Christina should come. You're going to have time for all that? I'm going to get it done. What time does the GST end? GST should be in around 2, 3 o'clock. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. and then I go to Newark. If you and Christina want to do a double date, you know, she like, probably would like to go to the Oh, you like wilding out? You like wilding out? Not I, I mean, thing. me personally, no, but yeah. Christina would. Jake, you like wilding out? Uh, I didn't even know it was still on. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I love wilding out. It's the best thing on television. <laughs> you know, when I, like, I don't really watch too many MTV shows, but I got, like, the MTV app, and then oh, I go watch it wilding hold out. Hold on. Corey, Yo. strong style, drop the mic is not better than Wild Out. Drop the mic, people write the lyrics for yeah, them before yeah, they come exactly. out on stage. No, no, no. Wild Out is much better than drop the mic. No, no, no. I mean, no. drop the mic is cool. Don't get me wrong. I like it. They have the Gronk on it and stuff like that. But Wild Out is all off the top of the head stuff. You know what freestyle, I mean? Freestyle. Yeah. yeah, it's all freestyle. Yeah, the, 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 the drop the mic. They're, these people that are on their show are not coming up with those lyrics. No, uh-uh. You know, Especially, it's so evident, too, because some of them, are directly related to something that was just said. And, like, no, some of these celebrities, no, they're not that quick. No, no, yeah, no, exactly. exactly. Like, the people that's on Wildin' Out, they're on there for a reason because, you know, I'm quite sure they do, like, a lot of, um, you know, auditioning and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? And those cats are, can spit that stuff. Who, who is this? Okay. So they wouldn't let someone embarrass themselves, basically, if they're not good yeah. on Wildin' Out. Right. Oh, hold on a second. You did, Keith? Hold on. Keith Dees told me he met a young lady at this spot in the ATL. I know I've been there before. I have been there before. Been there. B E F O R E. Who we on? Oh, Elijah McGuire. Let's talk to Elijah. I'm glad you did that venture. So he broke his foot, and word he broke his foot. Like the one tweet was he broke his foot. The next tweet was 
Alfred Morris walking into the building. Was Alfred Morris waiting outside the complex, <laughs> waiting for Elijah Maguire to break Alfred his foot? Morris was already visiting. <laughs> oh, he was already visiting already. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, but why would he what? be visiting already? They have three running backs. Because that's really all they have is only three. A lot of teams employ four or have some. He's trying to catch on somewhere. Yeah, it stinks that this uh, Maguire got hurt because I, w- I wanted to see what type of carries they were going to give him. That's now, the number one I, already got four, I already had him in three best balls, Corey. Oh, wow. Wow. So you was high on him. Yeah, I just like the fact that like if you're looking at between Powell and him, I you know we yeah. can keep going down the Powell roll for however long we want, but Emery's right. You're talking about who's more explosive. It is Maguire, and I was thinking he was going to pass Powell this year, but now Powell's right back to being like RB4 in PPR because it's just going to be him and Cruel splitting the touches. Right. All right, so there you go right there. And I like and I'm 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 back on my man. The uh, interesting part about it to go back to what you're saying about Uffin Morris though, is if you look at the people they brought in, like Orleans Darkwa, uh, I forget the other name now. Like all the all the people they brought in are more like Isaiah Crowell types yeah. than they are McGuire types. They're sim- they're, I'd say they're all similar type of between-the-tackle runners like that that don't really— You yeah. want to know why? Yeah. Because they probably don't believe in Crowell too much. I hate to say it. Quite possible. And, and Powell McGuire can't carry the full load, so. Interesting. 844, do I got to get off YouTube yet? Yeah. I am going to sign off for you. Don't tell me what to do, uh, PJ. <laughs> Wrong with this boy. Oh, PJ's back? Yeah. No, no more Sean Angle? Uh, Sean probably Sean might be downstairs too. You go downstairs after the show and there'll be thirty people in that yeah. joint. Thirty popping in and out. It's a, sausage, in and out. It's a sausage party. You never see a woman in that joint. Never. It's, I don't think a female has ever stepped foot. No, in that Maria joint. comes in once in a while. It was satire. By accident. Yes. That's exactly. There, there you go. She made a wrong turn. Um, I went to it in Doxy. Philly. Oh, PJ went in Philly. Said it was a great show. Well, there you go, right there. Ian is in Chicago. What up, Ian? YouTube Goon Squad. Highlight you tomorrow. Ian, what's good? Hey, what's up, my man? Chilling. Chilling. Hey, one quick question. If uh, Jake's up for it, I'll sponsor him to get out to the GST if uh, he wants to make a deal on the on the prize pool. Wow. You know what his Twitter is, right? <laughs> no, no, hold on, hold on, Corey. I appreciate it, but I don't, I don't split my prizes with people. All right, there you go right there. So, <laughs> what we got for you, Ian? I, I definitely Fair appreciate enough. it, though. There you <laughs> go. Yeah, no. Definitely. Um, I, I, tr- I trust in him a lot, so uh, no doubt. Time I can I can get that opportunity, I'd love to. Um, I, I guess another quick question. Does Duke have any consulting services where we can hit him up during our draft and, and uh, ask him about between this player and this player for between people? Does well, he, I would definitely do it. That? But uh, you can holler at Jake at All In Kid. I, I'll be, I drafted a joint for a dude last year. And then I had drafted to David Johnson. Then the next pick was like another player that got hurt. He was like, dude. Uh. And I, he paid me $300 to draft the team. <laughs> Well, that's worth it. Yeah, no, no, but I didn't. I yeah. do didn't get hurt. But uh, you can holler at Jake at All In Kid on Twitter, yeah. and y'all can have that conversation right there about him helping you out on draft day. I um, uh, Ian, I'm I'm high yeah, class, Corey. Though five hundred dollars an hour. It's fine. <laughs> what what you got, Ian? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So my I, I just popped into my league today and noticed that my commissioner changed the league settings. Okay. Um. Is is two the, the drafts in about two weeks? Is 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 that cool? He's just calling shots on his own, or should I should I say something? I guess it's not that big of a deal. Um, he just added another flex spot, so now we got two wide receivers, two running backs, a tight end, and three flex. I think and so I, I, I think it should be a vote on rule changes like that amongst the yeah. whole league. I personally think it should be a vote on that. Okay. Yeah, but like Jake said, but at least he did let you know this before the draft. 
So he kind of, I guess, as the commissioner, he has the right to do that. Well, here's the thing, Corey. Did he let him know or did he just do it and he found out because he happened to check the settings? Because that's also two different things. Like you said, I agree with you. You should have done a vote. But also, did he just change the settings and not tell anybody? I think he just changed the settings, he said. Yeah, he... Yeah, he just changed the settings, didn't tell anyone. Luckily, I, I signed up for the email notification, so I got an email. But I bet a lot of guys will overlook that. But does that yeah, change that, my that's sight in? Cool. Obviously, I, that I'm, look, I'm, I'm, I'm reading the, the black book and the RPV, and obviously I was going to wait on a tight end, but now I feel like with an extra flex, those tight ends might fly off the board a little bit sooner. No, or is that just no speculation? you don't have to worry about that. The extra flex is going to be mostly wide receiver. Yep, it's going to be mostly mm-hmm. wide receiver. All right, Shawtown, holla at you, okay. my man. Appreciate it. I want to get down to Florida and holler at Matt right quick before we get off today. Matt, what's good with you? Hey, what's going on, guys? Chilling. Yeah, I have a quick question uh, about the Browns, actually. Um, with Josh Gordon's situation, if he is, you know, not available for whatever reason, I've been taking uh, Corey Coleman as a flyer late round. I mean, I think the dude provides legitimate deep threat talent. And as a Dolphins fan, uh, I've watched Landry play for the past four or five seasons. And, yeah, he's a target hawk, but he's a short to, like, mid-level receiver. Mm-hmm. I got to wonder who's going to be catching those deep balls. What do you think, Vantra? Well, Corey yes, I, I mean, I like Corey Coleman as well. But this is, like you said, only if Josh something happens with Josh Gordon. And But here's the other thing. Antonio Callaway has been getting love right now in reps. I know it could be just smoke and mirrors. Sure. But Callaway is... Trying to bump himself in to get some reps. I mean, he could end up take, overtaking Corey Coleman as the number three wide receiver. We don't know that yet. We've got to wait a little longer and see what happens in preseason. But uh, that's a late, late round flyer at this point. And Corey I think Coleman. Dads will still be in that conversation also. What do you think about a uh, uh, dollar make you holler on Corey Coleman, Jake? Yeah, you can't forget about the Dez situation. Yeah. If he signs, obviously, that's proof positive they're worried about Gordon. But you're right about Callaway. I, I said this for the draft. Pro. If Callaway was just coming to this draft having played last year and no off-the-field issues, he would have been in a top-three wide receiver. That's how good his talent is. Wow, that's oh, – wow. Yeah, he's got – he's talented. Right? Callaway. Is that the kid from Florida? Yep. Yeah, I know you're talking about now. Your son can play. He had off-the-field stuff. I think Jake just said that. Yes, right? he did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. My bad. Scott. Scott. Yeah, I know, right? Scott. Scott going to call Jake at one o'clock. Uh, Scott going to call Jake right now while Jake on the show. <laughs> we come to one of the final minute of the program. I want to thank everybody. Shout out to everybody on the fourth floor, as always, doing a fantastic job. I want to thank you, the callers, the whole Goon Squad. I really appreciate you. Don't forget, Beat the Fantasy Exec coming up on Thursday night. You got a couple extra dollars. Would love for you to hop in that. Got seven spots left. We, we, we all going to get enhanced. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're going to get enhanced. We're going to drink some beer. We're going to draft, and then we're going to come back and talk about it on the frenzy. You in Sounds a, like you fun. In I'm in it. You yeah. in the joint. I already, yeah, I already signed up. up. You in the joint. Let's do it. Cool. Hey, there you go. Fancy football frenzy for the all-in kid, Jake Seeley. For the closer, Chris Ventra. Corey Parson, the fantasy executive. We out. <laughs>